So you're saving money. Maybe there's money that you're saving to spend soon for a house or a trip, but what about the money you're saving for the plan to not have to work forever? Most people default to putting money into retirement accounts and they're unaware of how this can impact them during their working career and when taking money out in retirement. Today, we're going to share ideas with you on how to get a paycheck without working for one. You can keep control of your money. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the United States, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the hosts of this podcast, the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary race CEs based on different financial topics, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find all of them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. And it's also in the link of this podcast description as well. So Tom, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? So when I was young, I want to be a professional soccer player. Okay. I, I, I envisioned myself being one of those people at first playing for the uh, major league soccer uh, in the United States, but then over time graduating and playing in the United Kingdom and playing for one of those teams. That would have been like a lot of fun. Wow. I, I kind of expected that, but I also didn't expect <laughs> that at the same time. Cause I, was I also want to be like, an astronaut too, but that didn't work out either. Yeah. So like, that's one of those things. Like I just, so it's so far out there. Like, like, it's like, the chances of it happening, I don't know. Maybe I was too real when I was a kid. I mean, for me, it was like, it all depended on the day. Like one day I wanted to be an astronaut. The next day I wanted to be the garbage man. The next day I wanted to be a car washer. The next day I wanted to be Batman. I mean, it was like all over the place. Like I didn't, I didn't even have really something that I knew I wanted to do when I got, got older. This podcast, we're going to be spending some time to talk about uh, one thing is about when being able to one day say, Hey, you're done wanting to work for a paycheck. And now you're to a part where you're like, Hey, I want to have the ability to say, Hey, I want to choose when I want to work. And the thing is though, when we actually start our lives, we, we experience a lot of decision fatigue, uh, especially when it comes to finances. And what I mean by decision fatigue, it's we're always thrown all these different things that we have to sort of like figure out. I'm sure if you're listening to this right now, you probably have been there and have felt that way. I will tell you, I experienced that some days where I'm like, my wife comes up to me and starts asking me questions and I'm just like, yeah, 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 <laughs> just, just figure it out because I am just completely, I'm completely, completely gone from it. Um, but the, the thing is, when it comes to when we go throughout our lives with that decision fatigue, we only have so much energy to think through certain things and to be able to consider all the different, let's say, consequences that can go along with it. Right. And I think, I think it's important to note that decision fatigue is usually, it's the, it's not that decisions themselves are hard, but it's eventually the smallest decision becomes hard in your day because you've already made like a thousand of them. Mm -hmm. right? And there's a bunch of statistics out there as far as like how many thousands of decisions we make, whether it be like what kind of color shirt we're going to put on or when we have to be somewhere or how, you know, it's constantly navigating our day. And if you're working, you know, if you're working at a vet clinic, like more than likely you're making a decision like every other second you know, right. of go to this room, got to see that 
person, got to get this thing done, got to go talk to that person. So, you know, it's it, when you think of like, just even, I, I know a lot of times when it comes to dinner, like, I'm, like the dinner, like dinner. Comes oh, you're killing me like, with that one, CJ. I'm going to eat. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't just give me rocks. I don't care at this point. Like, I just want to eat something because the day has now worn me down. Right. Mm-hmm. I spent so much energy trying to figure out what, you know, what's next, what's next. And it's very hard, I think, for people to be proactive at the end of the day, because we're, we're so toasted from being reactive from all the things that are, that are grabbing for our attention. Absolutely. Especially when you're in a, a, a role or a job that requires, it's not just your physical energy, but it also requires a lot of your mental energy. Uh, something that requires for you to constantly be thinking about something to constantly keep adjusting stuff where now it's your, your brain is just like overworked. Maybe your body feels good. You're, you can go and run and everything else, but then your mind is just like, it feels like mush. Well, I think I remember back in the day when I was like in my teenage years, when I would practice a lot of like music, it's funny. Cause I remember one of my uh, teachers even saying, if you practice for 15 minutes, you should be exhausted. Right. Like you, like that 15 minutes should be so intense. And that's yeah. how, you know, you made progress. Like you're so tired from like the energy that you had to spend for 15 minutes that like you, that is progress. Right. In, in regards to like even building a skill, because you could play all day long and never get any better on an instrument. Absolutely. That's, that's actually a really interesting thought you throw in there because when, when you really are focusing on something to that degree, like it, it expels a lot of energy. And I've been there myself. So I'm, I'm sure some of the people who are listening to this can really adapt to that at the same time. And with, with this topic of we're talking about retirement and you know, the thing today with retirement, I feel like has become this huge buzzword for a lot of people. And let's put a little context to that because at some point people usually work their entire career and they get to a part where it's like, I'm going to have a certain age and then I'm, I'm retired. And, and like, really what is retirement? We, we all have that desire to one day to not have to work for a paycheck forever. So it could be 40, it could be 50, it could be 60. You know, if you haven't really sat down to really think about that, it's something to really, really think about and digest. Uh, And you want to have the ability to choose to show up for work tomorrow because you want to, not because you have to pay your bills tomorrow. You've gotten to a part in your life where you're good. You're able to say, "My, my life is covered and I want to go there because I enjoy being here. But like, it's, it's kind of funny though, because how do you get there? How do you get to the spot where, you no longer have to work, but you can choose to work if you want to. Well, you got to save money. Lots of it, right? We got to have a net worth that's large enough to be able to allow you to quit forever. Maybe we could start calling it quit forever instead of retirement, right? It's it's that day when you literally quit forever. Like I quit, not coming back. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Or, or, or I, have could, a, I have something you can do right now. I was actually talking to someone yesterday about this. She's like, yeah, I want to be able to be financially independent. I was like, I have something you could probably do in the next week. It's like, you could win the lottery. Yeah, that sounds like great. That's full for <laughs> Yeah, 100%. But you know, that what are the like odds of that? It's like 192 million and one or something like that to even win the Powerball. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Just thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, somebody wins it. So maybe it can be you. I don't know. I think it's probably a statistical, uh, more likely that you could just save a lot of money. Yeah. If it's not the lottery, like the only other real option you have is to save a lot of money. Like that's it. That's it. I think the other thing, Tom, is that people think retirement has to be like at a certain age. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like, they, they kind of like, they believe that they have to put off all enjoyment <laughs> until retirement. Like I've heard that so much where people are like, 
oh, I, I got to save money. I got to save money. Got to get to retirement because, I, you know, I just, I, I'm not having any fun right now because I'm just trying to get to retirement. Actually, I have a, I have somebody in my neighborhood that's like that who um, literally said to me the other day, like how he wouldn't spend money on certain things for his kids because he's got to get to retirement faster. And I just was like, no, dude, what? Mm-hmm. Like, and I already know, I know how much this guy saves. He actually saves a significant amount of his income. Right. And I'm thinking, no, like, just like live like your kid, like your kids, they're only going to be like nine and seven once. Absolutely. Like you can't, you know, now if you're not saving anything, I get it. Right. Like if you're like, if you're saving like a hundred bucks a month for your retirement, like, I, yeah, that's a problem. Right. But he's, he's saving a lot. So it's like, you know, okay. So you move up retirement for five years, but you miss out on a lot of memories with your kids. Like there definitely has to be a balance between, you know, saving for retirement and then also enjoying today. And, and actually on that note, when you think about saving for retirement, because most people, they will approach their savings by putting money into retirement plans or retirement accounts is what we usually refer to them as. And the, and the problem is, is you pretty much are putting yourself in a position where if you want to eventually make a gradual shift, you want to have a transition to eventually not have to work forever. And it's before the age of 60, this can create a lot of different barriers for you along the way. So like, you know, at some point you want to have enough of going back to what we mentioned a few minutes ago, a net worth that can be able to produce income for you and create a similar lifestyle that you had. And there are ways that you can put money in places that you can keep control. Like it's a big word here where you want to keep control and you can earn income for you that you do not have to actually work for it. That's pretty awesome, right? I mean, I like I like getting paid for simply just having an investment. I mean, that sounds like a <laughs> great day, right? Like, you know, awesome, you, right? You, you know how when you log into your investment account and then you see it like it went up, but you know that it's not in a retirement account. It went up like, mm-hmm. like you could just literally just take the money right now. It goes up by a certain amount. And you're like, hey, today I could have made, you know, I could just take that money right now. Of like course. I could make more, I could, I, I made more money today and I didn't have to work any harder than I did already. And I think over time, right, if you build up enough assets, enough time, that income that that you're not earning, that it's kind of that your investments or whatever you're putting money into starts paying you income. Like, I, I mean, you might find that retirement is a gradual shift from 100% needing you to work to maybe 80% needing you to work. 50% needing you to work and then eventually 0% needing to work. And you could basically quit forever. Absolutely. We should have quit forever parties. Quit forever parties. I mean, that'd be fun. Uh, I uh, think, uh, I think when a client gets there, we should have <laughs> quit forever. I quit forever. Yeah. Although I don't think, I don't think that Publix makes a cake. We, we yeah. could probably make, ask them to. We could. Yeah. We'll make some really cool, pretty design on it. And I quit forever. <laughs> and you, you might be wondering here. Okay. So you guys are talking about putting this money other places. What can I do? Some people will use different types of accounts, like brokerage accounts, uh, permanent life insurance, maybe certain real estate, business ownership. Uh, there's a lot of different things outside of retirement accounts to where you can put money, to where you can keep, again, the theme is it was control and to be able to produce income for you at some point or another. And depending on your situation, right, will depend on what you have access to, because not everyone has access to buy a commercial real estate building. Mm-hmm. Right, like not not everyone has enough cash to even start that. 
right? <clears throat> maybe they could build up enough cash and maybe get to that spot where they could go ahead and buy a commercial building space. But, you know, I, I think a lot of the times it really depends on one, how much you have, two, how much you're saving because the time frame of, of how you're, of what you're going to have access to, right? And, and three, uh, where you live, opportunities that come up, right? Because if you, you know, live in Ohio, I don't think you want to be buying a, a commercial building in Florida, right? You know, so you just, what kind of brokerage account, what kind of investment, what kind of stocks, what kind of like, you know, wherever you put money, it's going to really greatly depend on the person in, the, in each individual. Many people put the cart ahead of the horse when it comes to where they save money. The best place to start is to create a structured savings plan that will easily let you save at a world-class level. To make things simple, we created a 20-minute long video that can help you create that structure in your everyday life and show you a simple way to start saving at a high level. You can find the link for the video in the description of this show. Now, the first place that people think about saving for retirement is typically retirement accounts like 401ks. IRAs, simple IRAs, SEP IRAs. But I think it's important to recognize that all these accounts come with restrictions. They come with restrictions as far as how much you can contribute. They come with restrictions on how much money you can withdraw and when. Uh, early withdrawal penalties, you got, uh, especially on increasing balances that will all be subject to income taxes when they are withdrawn in the future. Right. So recognizing that retirement accounts do come with some level of control that you kind of you got to give up if you're at a certain age or at a certain income level. There are ways to save for your future. What's so fascinating about this that you can put your money in different buckets and have very similar investments like you would have inside of re retirement accounts. And something as simple as a, a brokerage account where you put money in and you start to invest could be an opportunity to where you can put money or there's other different spots that you can also put funds that maybe can be able to keep you a little bit more control. And for the sake of this podcast as well, we're not going to sit here and give you specific type recommendations on what you should be doing. There's just some ideas and things that you could be focusing on. But the main part is as you're saving, if you want to have that ability at some point to accomplish shorter goals, so you are wanting to stop working before the age of 59 and a half, you want to slow down. It's important to really take in mind that, hey, if I am saving money and all that I am doing is a 401k only plan, and that's where all you're putting your money, it's very important to say, okay, are there other opportunities based off of the things that I want to accomplish to where I can put money? And if you're saving in, in certain places that provide income, even before the age of 59 and a half, it can also allow you to slow down, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't have to work as much. The other thing is that when life changes, because there's always like, if we could predict the future, it would be really easy to create a financial plan that is like solid proof, right? Like, like you don't like no surprises. If we didn't have surprises in life, it would be so easy to plan. But, you know, we know that from even a CNBC article where it describes how the government collects $5.7 billion annually on early withdrawal penalties, Right. And, and I don't I don't believe it mentions the taxes that were paid on top of that, the people were withdrawing from tax deferred accounts. But, there, you know, that article right there kind of reading through it and being like, wow, like so the government collects five point seven billion dollars annually from early withdrawal penalties. What that means is people ended up needing access to cash and they took it from their 401ks. Most likely, I'm assuming that they would have taken it from there after they drained all their cash, maybe even after they maxed out their credit cards, because a lot of people will try their best to not touch their retirement accounts unless it's really, really, really bad, 
right? And the, the link to the article is actually in the, uh, in the description of this podcast. But I think when you, you know, when you think about what, what kind of restrictions come with retirement accounts, you just really want to think of, of potentially and consider starting to contribute or putting money in places outside of those things that are specifically call, called retirement accounts and know that you, that it doesn't mean that the, that money can't be used for retirement. It just means that that money is not, doesn't have parameters and doesn't have the tax benefits that would typically come with retirement accounts. Let's be friends. If you haven't written us a review yet, make sure to visit our Smarter Vet Financial Podcast Facebook page and write us something about what you think, think about our show. Uh, we love to hear from you and, and share your favorite podcast episode with a friend. Help spread the word with other people that you know in the veterinary community so they can be able to get this great information as well. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general public use, but providing this contact, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a financial representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. 2020 submission number 2022 135 Five six six three expires March of twenty twenty four.